You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 58. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm going to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through those urges to binge, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about how to aim for imperfection if you want to lose weight. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. Let's dive right in. So welcome, my friends. I'm glad you're here with me today. And what we're going to talk about is if you want weight loss, how and why, particularly why, you should not be afraid of imperfection, but why you should actually welcome and look for imperfection as part of the process of learning how to do something differently. So here are some of the topics that we're going to cover under the big headline of imperfection. So the first one will be what we really all wish for and what's involved in learning a new skill. What does it really require? And in particular, what does learning new eating skills require you to learn and why learning new eating skills needs to be an imperfect process? We're also going to talk about what are the steps that you'll take and how to keep moving through imperfection and not let it halt you. That's the worst thing that you can do is not do something perfectly, sit down and not get up. So here we go. Let's start with this. We want weight loss, right? So what do we wish the process of weight loss would be like? Well, I know that most everyone I talk to wants it to be number one, fast. And number two, they want it to be easy. Can you relate to this? The other thing that you may find with yourself when you look at all the different efforts you've made to lose weight and change your eating is that you want to do it making absolutely no mistakes. You want to do it perfectly. And if while we're at it, if we're choosing here, you want to skip right through the middle, the challenging part, and go right to the end, the end result. And by doing that, you also want to, why not ask for it, get an A plus in how you do it. So we want it fast, easy. We want to do great. No impediments, no problems at all, no roadblocks. Let's just go for it and get right to the end. But that's not the reality of how we learn. And what's involved in losing weight, changing the way you eat, stopping emotional eating, stopping binging behavior, what's involved in all of those things is simply this. It's learning new skills. It's seeing what you're doing, realizing what you need to do different, seeing where the gap is and doing it differently. So that's learning. That could be learning any subject in the world. But in terms particularly of eating, this is exactly what you need to do. And to not just look at your weight and see the new number that you want, but to look at what you are doing to maintain this weight that you're not happy with. And when we talk about what you want, we don't just want to know what number you want, but I want you to think more in terms of how do I want to show up? What kind of woman do I want to be? And how does she eat? How does she think? How does she take care of herself? 
then you can see the gap between what you're doing and what you want to be doing, not just the number of what you weigh and what you want to weigh, but more of what you're doing and what you want to be doing. That will help you figure out and understand what it will take to fill the gap. So you're going to learn new skills, right? Because if you keep doing what you've been doing, you'll keep getting what you have right now. In order to learn new skills, you need to practice, you need to figure things out, do some research, and then pick a few that you're going to work on and practice until the new skills become habits, things that are done very easily and don't require a lot of thought. And then things will just become easier. You'll gain knowledge, you'll gain strength, and it will be easy. This is how you change anything. This is how you go from doing one thing to doing something that you wish you could do. So if we talk in particular about what's required for you to learn new eating skills, we want to take what I just mentioned and all the things required to learn anything and simply apply them to eating. Think of it as a simple equation. The way that you eat now, the amount and the what you eat equals your current weight. So if you want your weight to be different, then the amount and the what have to be different. So we want to dissect what you're doing. We don't want to just radically say, okay, I'm never going to eat gluten again. I'm never going to have sugar again but we want to systematically take apart what you're doing and see the biggest part of what contributes to the equation of your current weight and how we need to change that. So you need to pause right now and take a look at what you are doing. Don't just worry about the number, but I really want you to look at your eating. Are you eating when you are upset or uncomfortable? Or are you eating when you're hungry? What makes you start eating? What triggers you to start? And what is your trigger to stop? And also look at the rest of your life. And this takes some mindfulness, which is why I'm saying to pause, to step back and look at your life. And I know that you are in your life, but I want you to pause and step back and just kind of look at yourself from the perspective of more objectivity and say, what am I doing? How am I doing this? We've talked about all learning needs to be imperfect. The reason I believe this is that learning includes failing. Learning isn't a straight line headed upward. Learning is a lot of zigs and zags, and it's two steps forward, one step back. One step forward, two steps back. Eventually you get there, but part of the process is making mistakes. You need to know that from the beginning. That's why I'm talking today about aiming to be imperfect versus not wanting to make any mistakes, and that will stop you from doing anything at all. So you want to make a change, you want to do it perfectly, but you're realizing that learning involves failing and getting back up. So we need to practice failing, having your eye on the prize, and that's what's going to help you get up. So eating in particular needs to be a skill that you develop imperfectly. I want you to practice failing and getting up so that you build resilience. I want you to have more self-acceptance right now and more self-compassion right now 
so that when you hit a pothole, when you trip and fall down, you know that it doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. It simply means that this is part of the process of learning a new skill, in particular, a new way of eating. It's trial and error, so it's gradual. It's not black and white, it's not on and off. So know that when you try to change the way you eat in order to get a new result on the scale, it's definitely going to be an imperfect process. I used to have a teacher in graduate school who said, dare to be mediocre, dare to get a B minus. And what she meant by that was take the actions that you want that will push you towards what you really want in your life. And don't worry about getting an A+. It's more important that you take steps, move forward, and keep growing and learning and getting stronger than it is to aim for that A+, fall down, and never get up again. You will make so much more progress working on that B-. So when you think about imperfection, that's what I like to think of. What are the steps that you can take to help make this happen? So first, look at your life and define the different areas in your life. There's relationships, there's your career, there's your physical body and health, there's your mental state, your happiness, there's your finances. There's a lot of different categories of your life. You can think of them in particular for what you consider important to you. Where in all of those areas do you only accept an A plus from yourself besides your body and your eating? Because I'm betting that you are more forgiving of yourself in other areas. And if you only accept an A plus in every area of your life, then I'd like you to ask yourself, is that working? Does that push you forward or does that make you feel like quitting, taking a long break, until a lot of time goes by before you feel like getting up again. Could you accept less from yourself and feel even better? Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to be the best human that you can in this life. I think that you should. I think that's all of our goals is how can we be the best that we can be in our life? But if an A plus is the only thing that's acceptable to you, whether it's your eating or your relationships or your career, then you will be disappointed so much of the time that it will take away a lot of your motivation to keep going. And that's what you need to make change and be strong. So are there areas of your life that you could accept a B minus and be okay with it? And if you get better, great but that you make an agreement that if you're trying to change how you eat and you don't do it perfectly and you don't rate yourself as an A plus and you rate yourself as a B minus, could you still see that as progress? That is what I wish for you. So if you're deciding, okay, I want to make progress, I'm willing to do it imperfectly, I'm willing to get a B minus, then how do you move through it when it comes? Well, first you decide what it is you want and you get a vision of what it will look like when you get there. You know where you are now. What will it look like when you get to the new place you want to be? And then instead of just focusing on the end result, on the number on the scale, on the amount of money in your bank accounts, on the title that you get in your career, I want you to instead focus on the process. The process 
is all the little steps that you do over and over and over again that get you where you want to go. Focus on the steps, not just on the end result. Use the end result as a vision for motivation to push you forward, but not to judge constantly whether you're doing okay or not. Make that vision, let it help you get excited, and then focus on the daily steps that you take. So tell yourself that you're okay with a B minus because a B minus is better than where you've been, which is standing still. When you fail, learn to fail forward. There's a great book by that name, and I believe the author is John Maxwell, Failing Forward. And what he's saying is that every time you fail, it's an opportunity to grow and to learn and to put yourself at a new level for when you pick yourself back up and start all over again. All falls or all failures contain kernels of knowledge about yourself and what you're trying to do that are valuable. The other thing I want you to remember about moving through imperfection is that if you will hate yourself unless you get an A+, you're going to hate the journey of whatever kind of change you're trying to make. If you hate the journey, you're going to quit. And if you quit, you will be the same place you are now in a year. And the goal is to move forward. So you need to find a way to give yourself a break. That doesn't mean you're not going to try your hardest. It doesn't mean you're not pushing forward, but it means you're doing it in a way that feels really pretty good so that the journey feels as good as the end result, because otherwise it will be nearly impossible to get where you want to go. So the theme of today is if you want to lose weight and change your eating, don't aim for an A+, aim for imperfection, accept it as part of the process of learning and aim for that B-. Now, here's what I want you to focus on until the next time we speak. Don't focus on your number. Know your number. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid to get on the scale, but don't focus on it. Instead, pick one behavior in your eating behaviors that you wish were different. And it could be that you want to wait until you're hungry to start eating. It could be that you want to reverse the proportions of the foods that you eat from lots of snack foods and treat foods and junk foods and a little bit of healthy food or helpful food. And you might want to start reversing those proportions. It could be that you want to stop eating a little sooner so you don't leave your plate feeling overly stuffed. Pick one little thing. It could be that you want to pause and ask yourself what's going on in your mind before you eat when you're not hungry because you're uncomfortable with an emotion. What is one tiny, tiny little step that you could take in the right direction and do it? And let me know how you do, and we will pick this conversation up next time we speak. So that's it for now. I want you to stay focused on what we just talked about and stop by the show notes and grab a copy of my book, Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss, where you can get worksheets that will walk you through what we're talking about today and help you figure out what you're doing right and what needs to shift so that you don't keep making the same mistakes over and over again. I hope to see you back next week and we'll work on the emotional eating, the binge eating, we'll take it apart step by step 
until they both become something that you used to do. I know that's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real just like you. And I will see you next week.